Hey, so I have a question for you. Hit me. So I've been listening to 99% Invisible ever since you recommended it to me. Oh, so good, right? So good. And we need to take a tip from them. Perfect amount of time. What do you mean? Like their shows are like 20 minutes. I mean, 20 I, minutes. It's, it's magical, right? And they yeah. get so much accomplished in 20 minutes. I learned so much and I can knock out like two, maybe three on my way to work, you know? Right, exactly. Um, so I was thinking about what is the next big thing for cereal? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get your input on this. Oh, what the next big thing is? Yeah, I've got an what? idea. I think what we really need to look at is portability, right? Uh-huh. People are on the go. They're living their life. They're doing their thing. They don't have time to sit down at the table and eat Who has cereal. time? Yeah. Who has time? I was thinking about how they have those yogurts with like the toppings on the side and you like bend it over and drop like the granola into the yogurt. Uh-huh. Th- your thoughts on a self-contained milk and cereal package, but the milk is like the shelf-stable Parmalat. Uh-huh. So you could eat it at room temperature. Okay. Here, here's where we get into problems. Here's where we get into the sticky wickets. <laughs> Hot milk <They're>, is gross. <laughs> <laughs> but well, that's one. Hot milk is gross. If we could even get a tasting milk, we have to worry about the slosh factor. Mm-hmm. Because if, you, if you're carrying it around, it's sloshing around, it's getting in your clothes. What do you do then? You, and it's got to it's have an open top or else you can't eat it. Mm-hmm. So... Either we're talking about like a like a boba situation where you have like the balls at the bottom and you're just it's like a tea that you drink and you drink the milk with the cereal at the same time through a straw. Or, yeah, we're, we're, we have to develop some kind of maybe like a like a what's that thing? Uh, a McFlurry situation. Oh. Where you have like a like a bubble top. That's got the str- that's got the spoon in there that you kind of scoop out. It's just got a really long spoon that, so you can get all the way down to the bottom. I thought you were going to go with force field. <laughs> well, I mean, in the, for the future, like when we're all on Mars mm-hmm. and we're eat, when we're eating cereal, looking at the the the, the Earth rise in the in the far far distance, yeah. Then of course we'll we'll have our force fields around that will keep the sloshing milk from getting onto our clothes. But then you have to have a mini shield generator with each bowl, and the, that just drives the per piece cost way too high. I mean, and also, like, who develops that technology? Mm-hmm. How How is Kellogg's going to steal that technology away from the company that develops it? Yeah. I mean, there's just, just a lot of litigation that's involved. Maybe that will be something I'll try out. At least, what does it taste like to eat cereal with room temperature Parmalat? <laughs> uh, prediction, it's going to be disgusting. Oh, God. Well, so this is Paul. And this is Nick. And this is cereal. Cereal! 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 cereal. Oh, man, well, I have to tell you, I'm glad we had a nice, upbeat intro because I am really not looking forward to today's conversation. Oh, come on, Paul. But this I, is, hey, is going to op- be great stuff. Open hearts and open minds. That's what I bring to this podcast, okay? <laughs> That's what you're known for. That's what your platform is, is open I, hearts and open minds. If there was a one, yeah, yeah. If there was a way to describe me, I'm sure it's optimistic, upbeat, happy all the time. <laughs> and definitely open-minded. <laughs> That's right. Open to change. <laughs> you know, I've, I've called this volume one because I think this is just going to ha- definitely have a follow-up discussion, but it's, it's also just going to be ongoing. 
Yeah, um, we're just going to be scratching the surface, really, for this one. Just kind of introducing people to the discussion. Trying to, I mean, this is something that we've talked about several times throughout the podcast, but now we're trying to, we're really bring you in, bring you into the the mind brains, the uh, into the, the soft parts of our brains mm-hmm. to to really what we think and how and how we're approaching this particular subject. Deep within the folds of the gray matter, right? Just like up in those creases, mm-hmm. up in those crevices, just like just just get cozy in there. We are talking about hot cereal today. Hot cereal. Uh, so what we're going to talk about today is, is essentially the, your two basic hot cereals, uh, which are oatmeal, of course, mm-hmm. and cream of wheat. To tell you the truth, I don't think I've ever had cream of wheat before. Oh, well, that's good. You're gonna you're yeah. gonna get some learning today. I'm gonna I'm gonna learn a few things today. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the history, and then Nick is really our staff expert, uh, hot cereal raconteur. You know, he's really going to be the guy that's going to tell us what what's the deal. What's the deal with oatmeal? You guys uh, don't can't see my desk, but there's like a, I do have a small placard on my desk for people that come in here, <laughs> and it says Nick Campbell, uh, resident oatmeal expert, Super Zero <laughs> Podcast. It's a very long plaque that I have on the desk, but that's that's what it says. He has a ribbon that he wears to our special events as well. Oh, yeah. It's definitely – I have a sash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's too long for a ribbon. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a sash that I wear with along with my top hat that I wear to all events. And I'm, I look like I'm going to the World's Fair all the time. <laughs> uh, so oatmeal is uh, – I, you know, I did some research on this, and it sounds like oatmeal and porridge are basically the same thing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, oatmeal is what we call it in the U.S. Porridge is what they call it everywhere else. So that's what Jamie Oliver calls it. So I assume mm-hmm. that's what they call it everywhere. Uh, what I also found interesting is that gruel is technically oatmeal as well. <laughs> it all makes sense to me now. I'll tell you that much. Like, uh, why would you call food that? Just the sound coming out of your mouth. Just it has the worst mouthfeel. Gruel. Yeah. Well, and I think that's what it is because it's terrible. Uh, so oatmeal porridge is essentially just uh, oats cooked with uh, water or milk. And gruel is just a very, very, very thin version of it. So uh, more water than oatmeal. And it's, you know, unfortunately has a very negative connotation. It has very negative connotation associated with abused orphans. Yeah, Dickensian orphanages. So you cook uh, your oatmeal uh, with water or milk. You can add sweetener. I mean, you know, if you're talking... Traditionally, it's like brown sugar or sugar or something like that. But Nick will Nick will cool us up to what, what the kids are doing. Um, and then if it's cooked thick, and my mom used to do this, you could actually pour milk on top to sort of thin it out or maybe cool it down or something like that. There's two types of oats out there. So, uh, let me back it up before I get uh, a nasty tweet. There's basically uh-huh. two types of oats. You have uh, rolled oats which is your Quaker oats, which is your nor- your traditional oatmeal. And those are, the oat has been dehusked, steamed, and then they roll it into the flat flakes, like those flat little circles. Uh, you also have steel cut oats, which the oat has been dehusked and chopped. And it's named for the process, where, you know, so it's cut through a steel blade. Those are like Irish oats, right? Yeah, those are the same thing as Irish oats, yeah. For me, that's like when I go to a restaurant and they have oatmeal on the menu... It's like steel cut is acceptable to have on a menu. For some reason, people seem to think that like steel cut is somehow more prestigious or more fan- or like fancier. It's not. It's not like better for you. It's not. Like, yeah, there's no like added health factor. It's just like 
Ooh, stove cut. Oh, mm-hmm. oops. I think also like, like the fact that it takes longer to cook. Maybe it's not it as does, yeah. fast cook. And like you said, because it's I think because it hasn't been as common in the U.S. Mm-hmm. for so long. Yeah, I mean it's because like the cooking factor is how much you cut it. So like you know, steel cut oats aren't, aren't cut as much as the uh, the rolled oats are. And the rolled oats are cut even thinner, and that's how you get instant oats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're basically flattened, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, um, yeah, it's it's all it's all it's all about how it's cut and rolled. Cut and roll, man. Cut, cut and roll, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what they say at the Quaker factory. <laughs> they're like, it's five o'clock, man. Got cut and roll. You exactly. know what I'm saying? It's Friday, guys. Let's get out of here. Let's cut and roll, guys. Come on, let's move cut. it out. Let's cut and roll. Cute, and then steam whistle. <laughs> and then they get they get to the bar happy hour. You know, Jim from from accounting. He gets a little too into his drink, and it looks like Jim cut and roll a little too hard last night. You know That's what I'm right. saying? They all drink oatmeal stout. They love it, man. They live it. <laughs> they love it. They love it. They they, they live. They live oatmeal. Like, yeah. that's all. That's all they know how to do. Like people, people. If you try to serve somebody from Quaker Oats, so, like eggs. Mm-mm. They will throw that in your face. They'll flip a table right at you. Oh yeah! Like, they only see oats. You, you you put a frittata in front of them. <laughs> they won't even see it. They won't even know it's there. Mm-hmm. They're like, I don't see breakfast. I I see I see nothing. I see blankness. I see a void in front of me. Where are my oats? When they get toast, they look at the, the top. So they look at the side, which was the top of the loaf. If it wasn't sprinkled with oats, it's gone. No, they fris- gone. they frisbee that out the window. <laughs> they well worse yet sometimes they'll just they'll like smack it into the the waiter's face mm-hmm. like it like it was a pie and just like smear the, the topping on their face and they're like bring me real bread this is fake bread this is poison that you're trying to give me I don't I deserve better than this and the whole time they're holding the toast against his face right like, like he's rubbing- soaked he's soaked in margarine. <laughs> Just like rubbing his face like a dog's nose into the carpet. Just like just shoving it into his face. What is this? What is this? No. <laughs> no. Bad. 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 <laughs> uh, I want to just talk quickly about Quaker Oats and the Oats specifically. I know we've talked about Quaker. We, we kind of went through their history a little bit. But what I just wanted to cover up because Quaker really is the Oat brand i guess for the u.s it's one everyone's aware of they are the um, oat masters they uh as a brand quaker oats it's been around since 1877 so it's definitely one of the older brands out there wait how old is it 1877 1877 eight years before doc brown uh used the locomotive to get up to 88 miles per hour to get back to the future that is old. Doc Brown on that morning could have had Quaker Oats. He pro- I bet he did. That's all they had in that crappy town. <laughs> yeah. So 1877, and it's kind of gone through some. It was. It was. You know. It was a merger of multiple oat mills, but they came up with Quaker Oats. In 1915 is when they debuted that uh, round cylinder package. How long after? Uh, 38 years. So I mean, it was just in a traditional. Box, yeah, and but then they like, came out with that round package. The round package is so iconic, even though it like it, it is murder to my cupboard organization because it's a. Oh it's my a god, I know it's like your spice cabinet. There's so much wasted space. There's a lot of wasted space <laughs> in because because of the round. I need corners so I can stack and organize. Come on, Quaker. Come on, man. 
Uh, so that's been around for over a hundred years. That round package. Now I'm gonna. This is my most vivid memory of the Quaker Oats round package. When I was a kid, and we're this we're in Massachusetts at this time, and I'm probably 10, 10 years old, I guess. Okay. I'm in Cub Scouts. So whatever you're in Cub Scouts. Yeah, that's about that's about ten years old. Uh, yeah. We had to do because <laughs> in Cub Scouts you always do skits. Wait, do you? <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, we had to do like skits and it was, so it was like you would take history or some kind of thing that you learned about Cub Scouts and they had us do skits and stuff. I had never had to do that. Because we had to dress up for the election. So it could have been 88 or it could have been 92. I'm assuming because we each had to be a president because we were talking about voting. We were talking about the election. So I had to be Abraham Lincoln and my mom used the round oatmeal can as the Abe Lincoln hat. I think that's universally the Abe Lincoln hat. It's just like the easy way to do that. So that's my most vivid memory. My other memory about the round can of Quaker Oats is I don't, I have never finished the entire can. Really? Like we'll buy it for baking or like my mom will buy it for eating and it's just like never get through. It's too much. It's so much oatmeal. I go through three of them a month. Usually, you like eat two or three of them a month. You eat Quaker oats, yeah. Nice. Nineteen twenty-two, seven years after the round package, and forty-five years after Quaker oats comes around, they release Quick Oats. Okay. Now, so, yeah, what's that? So Quick Oats, they cook in one minute. Ah, okay. And basically, what it is is they're slightly pre-cooked, and they're thinner than rolled oats. Mm-hmm. So they're they're a thinner oatmeal. They're pre cooked, kind of like uh, like a parboiled rice kind of thing. So they're they're probably like flash cooked. They put them in the can. They cook in one minute. Nineteen sixty six is when they release instant oats. That's even thinner, I would imagine. They, so they roll I out. think instant oats are probably like partially translucent. <laughs> right. Um, and they are. I mean, you pour hot water and they're instantly ready. They're just good to right. go. Right. That comes out, Instant Oats, that's a very big deal because, you know, who has a minute? But also, I think in 19... So, 1922 to 1966, you still have to cook them on a, in a, like on the stovetop. So, right. being able to boil water, pour it over, stir it up, you're good to go. And then the last real date that I thought was, was of significance was in 1970, the first flavored Instant Oatmeal is introduced. What flavor was it? The most... Common and best flavor of instant oatmeal, in my opinion, uh-huh. maple brown sugar. Maple brown sugar is a very solid flavor, for sure. Now, check this out. They, they, they come up with maple brown sugar, which is distributed nationally, and date and brown sugar distributed regionally. Huh. I like dates and I like brown sugar, but I don't know what date and brown sugar oatmeal would taste like. It might be too sweet. Yeah, I don't know. It might be. It might be. It might be a weird combination. What was the instant oatmeal that your parents made you eat the whole box of? Like <laughs> it was a carton of cigarettes. So that was the variety pack. But I think the one that so the variety pack would always include maple brown sugar and the biggest disappointment in cereal history: whoo, the apples and cinnamon. <laughs> Bold statement. There's a lot of disappointments in cereal history. This one was like, oh, apple cinnamon. It's going to be so good. And the apples were like freeze-dried, like the size of an almond. 
You know, like they were so small. And it was like, you know what it is? Because in your head, you see the apple cinnamon, but you forget that it's still oatmeal. Uh-huh. You're like, uh, even apple cinnamon can't save this mush. <laughs> when I was growing up, I never really liked uh, oatmeal. I think for the same reason, because it was, I always ate the instant oatmeal. And the instant oatmeal is disgusting. Like, you can't, you have to be somehow perfect on, like, you have to be able to, to have patience to watch the thing cook and then make sure that it's not overcooked because like that's it's so easy to overcook an instant oatmeal and then it becomes just like this horrible texture that it's like you're eating vomit and like it may not taste like vomit <laughs> but it like it's like if you it, it would be like if you had like clam chowder and then we're trying to like eat your regurgitated clam chowder that's what it feels like that you're eating like apple cinnamon flavored regurgitated clam chowder that sounds horrible that's what I'm saying. Like that's all, and that's all instant oatmeal can give you. That's all it can provide for you. Mm-hmm. And so that's why uh, you have to go with the old fashioned rolled oats or the steel cut oats, because at least you have time to like go back and forth and like be able to watch it cook, and then you can stop it at the right time for the for a good texture. That's a very good point because I am not a fan of instant oatmeal. It's gross. It's pretty bad, but I do like steel cut. My mm-hmm. only concern with so steel cut, I don't make it at home. I'm, obviously, I don't make oatmeal at home. And if I get mm. steel cut out, it's only because I'm at like a breakfast event, like a business breakfast or some kind of thing your, where... Your breakfast adventures only happen in business settings. <laughs> well, I mean, if I go out to breakfast on a weekend, I'm, I'm getting... But my point is, if I'm getting steel cut oats for breakfast at a restaurant it's because Uh it's a work day and i don't have the time to like sleep off a 2500 calorie breakfast (laughs) fair enough but the problem is it's so they give so because you're at a restaurant and you're spending like 13.95 they give you you know a a gallon of cooked steel cut oats and it's just like eating sand it's so much it's so much (laughs) It's like eating uh, uh, oatmeal out of a paint bucket. It's just like, oh. It's too much. It's just too much. But like, uh, People bring it's like, here's your sandbox full of, of oatmeal. It is. Like Feel free of, to, to, to lounge around in it while you eat it. <laughs> or it's like a, a sensory deprivation chamber. And they like pour it in like uh, L in Stranger Things. And it's like, all right, yeah, yeah. Paul, eat your way out while you take notes on your laptop. <laughs> hey, don't worry if you see something scary inside it can't hurt you just eat it uh, okay so tell me about I definitely want to hear sort of the modern takes on oatmeal now okay. my experience with sort of modern slash cool slash hipster oatmeal and this is like not any of those is how they like sell oatmeal at Starbucks and stuff where you get like your little accoutrement and uh-huh. all this stuff. And it comes in a cool little cup and it's paper and you get your little fruit and nut pack and all this stuff. So, yeah, the, the Starbucks version of it is kind of like the, you know, McDonald's version of what the oatmeal revolution kind of the last few years has been kind of like. I, I feel like that oatmeal is kind of. Like it reached a peak maybe like a year ago, mm-hmm. and then it's kind of fallen off since then. In order to, to kind of give you some of the things that are happening, mm-hmm. some of the things that people are putting in oatmeal, I decided to uh, make a little game. Okay. 
this game, uh, we're going to call Would Paul Eat It? <laughs> we're gonna, I'm going to give you some, some ingredients that I have found on Instagram posts and on trusted oatmeal recipe posts. Okay. Places like Serious Eats, places like Kitchen, like trusted recipe sites. And um, I'm going to, yeah, so I'm going to give you a list of, uh, of items. You're going to tell me if you would eat one of those things uh, or, or some of that stuff inside, right. of an, inside of oatmeal. Okay. okay, so a couple questions before we get yeah. started. Okay. Okay. So these are items that I would eat mixed into oatmeal. Mixed into oatmeal. Not necessarily on its own, but okay. would you eat it mixed in with oatmeal? Is there a, I clearly it's a yes, no. Is there a third option if I don't know what it is? <laughs> <laughs> I've chosen things that you all know what all, what all these are. Okay, good. At least nine, nine out of ten of these things. Oh, boy. Okay. Right. Here we go. Start. We're gonna, I'm going to start off easy with you. Okay. Peanut butter. Yes. You would eat peanut butter. That surprises me. Okay. I eat peanut butter straight up. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, definitely. Okay. Figs. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll give it a go. You're going to give figs a go? I'll give it a go. Paul, I'll you give are it a go. so much more adventurous than I thought you would I'll give it a go. Right. I'll give it a go. Because give I, it a go. I like Fig Newtons, and my dad eats figs by by the gross. So I, I would give it a try. Okay. Um, raisins. No. No on the raisins. No. I figured that. Okay. Canned pumpkin. Yeah, I think I would. I do like pumpkin. All right. Do you like pumpkin. pumpkin? You are adventurous. Mm -hmm. Okay. Chocolate. Is it, uh, how's it going in? Chunks or liquid? Chunks. Yep. Into the chocolate. Yep. Chocolate chunks, yeah. Chocolate liquid, I don't think so. That feels uh, like something General Mills would do. <laughs> chocolate liquid yeah it's like oh all natural 100% organic oatmeal and then here's this hot fudge packet <laughs> check out the swirls you can do yeah, it's like when Play does yogurt but then here's these mini M&M's to put in it it's like what are you doing <laughs> you, you have made this dessert it, it was fine as a, as a breakfast item and you've made it dessert okay <laughs> Parmesan cheese. No. 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 He's going to say no to that no. one. He's going to uh, say no. I'll come back to that later in the show, but I, I don't think I can. Okay. A banana. Cut up whole, like a cut up fresh banana. Like a cut up fresh banana. Straight into the oatmeal. Like you make the oatmeal and you just cut the banana right into the oatmeal. Ooh, is it gonna melt slightly? It's gonna. I mean, it, it's gonna. It's gonna get that sh that little like uh, that sugary kind of that mm. fructose kind of glaze on it. Oh man, I do like banana, but I don't like chunks. In my, I'll go for it. I'll go for it. We'll do You're it. We're gonna try. We'll do You're it. We'll try. do it. A little banana. Little bit. Just a little just bit. A, just a half a half a tiny banana. I'm gonna Robert De Niro it a little bit. A little bit. A yeah, little bit. A little bit banana. A little bit. A little bit. You insulted him a little, <laughs> you insulted him a little bit. <laughs> uh, sweet potato. Chunked or mash? Um, 
You know what? I'll give. You, I'll let you choose which one. Yeah, we'll do mash first, then chunked. Mash yes, chunked no. Mash yes, chunked no. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and the last one, fried egg. <laughs> uh, runny yolk, yes. Runny yolk, of course. Only the runny yolk. Okay, yeah. good. Only <laughs> ah. You know, Paul, you've really impressed me with how much of this you oh, actually. Oh well, thank you. Try. And I've noticed something about myself with all of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I and I and what it is is if I can, if it won't be chunky, if it can be mixed in and sort of blended, mm-hmm. I think I go for that more. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it seems that way. It, it seems like if the the less that you can actually recognize it as a food that occurs in nature, <laughs> you're into it. Here's the thing. I want to make sure that every bite I get flavor because if I have like chunky stuff in it, I might get one without a chunk and it's just oatmeal. (laughs) It's just oatmeal then. (laughs) It's like if you, it's like the first few times you eat Lucky Charms, you don't know what you're doing. So you eat all the marshmallows first and then you're just left with alphabets. (laughs) That's what I would do with like, you know, chunky stuff in oatmeal. I'd be like, oh, banana, oh, banana, oh, banana. I just got oatmeal now. I should have oh, just man. bought a hot banana. <laughs> I should have just bought a hot banana covered in oats. Yeah, a lot uh, of those sound pretty interesting. And th- I think they have to be um, more sweet and fruit-based. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is uh, the trend in oatmeal has become more like a, you know, it, oatmeal is the base. And then you usually have a sweetener, a, a fruit or some kind of produce. And then you have like some kind of protein in there too to kind of. Oatmeal is already a meal that sticks to you. It sticks to your ribs, man. It sticks to your mm-hmm. bones. Oh, and yeah. like it, it, make, and it lasts you until lunch. And that's, you know, cereal sometimes has that problem where it kind of like evaporates inside of you and mm-hmm. you're hungry like an hour later. And oatmeal is already that, that way. It kind of sticks to you for, for a while. So if you add in like protein, you add in some fruit um, with, with, with the fiber in there, then it lasts you a good long time. So yeah, you usually end up adding something like a maple syrup or uh, brown sugar or usually not like sugar itself. It's usually something like yeah. honey or something like that, but never like actually like straight granulated sugar. Then you uh, and then you mix in something like blueberries, strawberries, bananas. I was doing pluets for a while. Uh, peaches is also really good. Apples, those kinds of things. You, pears is also really good. Mix those kinds of fruit in there. And then you add in some kind of, uh, yeah, some kind of protein, uh, some other kind of protein, you, which could be almond slivers or mm, yeah, nuts, um, nuts or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, even some kind. Sometimes I've seen ancient grains mixed in with the oats too. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm ready for that yet, but that's that's I've seen that also. Um, and then there's also the savory ones that you can do that aren't the sweet. So you could do like, yeah, like a Parmesan cheese salt fried egg on, mm-hmm. top, uh, on top and mix that in. It's a different direction, but the same kind of system where you're just kind of like, you're taking oatmeal as a base. And it's a very good base for you to, to mix in stuff. And then you just kind of mix in whatever you feel like actually having. I mean, the way you describe it, it sounds very appealing. Right. It should be because it's very appealing. All right. So and I appreciate that. <laughs> two questions from the, uh, the commoner gallery on the second floor yeah, okay. up, up in the balcony. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about mixing in jam? Is I'm that, into it. Is that an acceptable practice? 
Yeah, I think that I think that is. Um, I, you know, like I've preserves. seen it a couple times. Yeah, preserves. Yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Just like mixing in your grape jelly or like no, no, goobers. No. Yeah, no, you don't want to. You don't want to <laughs> squeeze your goobers into there. Now, goobers but, is a time saver, though. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the peanut butter and the jelly mixed together. Yeah. So definitely, you want your goobers on there. <laughs> but but maybe uh, like on a sandwich, it's good. Mm-hmm. On, in your in your oatmeal, I, yeah, I would say that it's. You're better served putting in like a like a strawberry preserve. I, but see, I also like the I like to see the chunks, so okay. I like to see the the stuff. But I think that's almost like the mixture of our worlds because you get because if you mix in like a like a yeah strawberry or apple preserve into uh, you you get the the jam, you get the gelatin throughout the entire thing. But then you right. can also see you also get the chunks. Yeah, so. see, that's what I'm thinking. The second question is opinion on canned fruit for oatmeal. And the reason I ask, okay, uh-huh. is not because it's not because I have a, a less discerning palate when it comes to fruit, <laughs> even though uh, I do. <laughs> you do. Yeah, you do. But uh, okay. but you've got you've got the fruit, uh-huh. but then you have the option of the juice. Like so, you could you open a can of peaches, you put uh-huh. the peaches in, uh-huh. and then you can put some of the syrup in as your sweetener. Now it may not be the uh, grade or quality that uh, that say a Nick would eat, but uh-huh. thoughts on that option, right? So you've got the canned peaches, you put the peaches in, you pour a little bit of whatever juice was in the can, and then it's kind of like two birds, one can. <laughs> Here's what I would prefer to that. I, I'm not saying that it's a bad option. I'm <laughs> saying there are better options and it's the last on the list of good options. I think what I, you're saying is do it in the house with the shades drawn and the stereo really loud so nobody knows what you're up so to. So nobody can see you. Make sure there are no cameras. Yeah, that's right. What the better? What I feel like is the better option to what you're saying is to, if you had like a bag of like frozen fruit, oh, to yeah. just there you go. To toss like frozen fruit in while it's cooking down. So like you, you have the frozen fruit kind of cooking, you get the juices mixed in with the evaporating liquid. So then you, you're, you're sweetening it with the frozen fruit inside of it. So the fruit cooks with the with the oatmeal and then you you also have hot fruit instead of like just cutting fruit into it and have mixing the, the lukewarm fruit with the with the oatmeal so you have nice. hot fruit it's a good good on, good on a winter morn is what i would say that's a very good option so the frozen fruit yeah that would be good mm-hmm. i like where you're headed with this nick you know that i love cold cereal mm-hmm. and I, it's just that i feel like sometimes cold cereal doesn't allow a lot of uh a lot of options because it's it, you know it's it's they're all packed with so much flavor that it doesn't really let you kind of experiment with like other kinds of you know mm-hmm. produce and fruit but you know then on the other hand i don't go to captain crunch so i can experiment i go to captain crunch because i want that flavor i want exactly i, I need those doubloons <laughs> yeah well oatmeal is it's it's more it's cooking i mean it really is i think that's mm-hmm. that's what it ends up being so you've got that freedom to add in to sort of customize it yourself where like you've said, you know, honey bunches of oats is honey bunches of oats. You're not doctoring it up. It's, it's predetermined. Yeah. You're, you're coming. If you're going to honey bunches of oats, you're going there for honey bunches of oats. You're not going there for honey bunches of oats plus whatever's in your cupboard. That's just not, that's not how you're playing. That's not how you play that game. And you shouldn't play that game that way. Yeah. We don't want you playing fast and loose with honey bunches of oats. Yeah. Post does not want you to do that. Those gammas will find you. <laughs> they don't. Those mole people don't make that the honey bunch of votes just so that you can play fast and loose with the produce, whatever produce you have. It's not a jambalaya. 
That's right. You don't get to mix whatever's around and just and like stir it in there. Honey bunches of oats is a is a perfectly formed meal, and you have to eat it the way that God intended. Mm-hmm. You want fruit in it? Buy the one with the freeze dried fruit. This is not you know choose your own fruit adventure here. <laughs> this is not choose your own fruit adventure. <laughs> Honey bunches of oats has a has a select number of fruits that it allows in it, and it provides those options for you. You punk. Who are you, sir? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> uh, so I have seen the like the Starbucks situation. Yeah. Where you get the cup and the toppings or the mix-ins are individually packaged. Right. I've seen oatmeal in restaurants where it's served on like in a real bowl and you add all your stuff, you eat it there. Mm-hmm. What is really happening with oatmeal? Because there's got to be something in between that I feel is the cooler option, is the option. Is it like you go to a place? Is <laughs> is it like a Cold Stone Creamery, but from oat, but for oatmeal? Yeah, I would love that. Like, it, it, but so that's not a thing yet, or is that kind? I of, don't think so. No. So how, like, how are people doing that. oatmeal when they're walking to work in downtown LA? Like, I mean, nobody's eating nobody's eating hot breakfast foods while walking around downtown LA. I mean, Paul, this is. We're not we're not animals, <laughs> but it's all set up to eat on the go. You get the little cup, you set it up at the at the mm-hmm. table when you get it, and then bam, you can walk and eat. You could. I I don't feel comfortable walking and eating with oatmeal because it's too hot. Uh, mm. I feel like that I that just is inviting uh, the universe for me to trip and fall and then scald my face. And then I have to explain to classrooms all over the country, not to eat, walk and eat with oatmeal because of all the scars all over my face. And they'll be like, mister, did you get blown up with an IED in Iraq? No, I, I was walking across fourth and Maine and I tripped in the middle of the street and dumped hot oatmeal on my face. And, uh, everybody laughed at me. And so kids, please don't walk and eat oatmeal. So is there something in between where you can get your oatmeal and they add in the the mix-ins and then it's like all ready to go or no? No. I mean, for the most part, I feel like that we've gotten to a point with oatmeal where you get the oats. So the hard part's done. Like you, you get the oats and they're cooked perfectly well. Uh, well, depending on whether you're getting them at a restaurant or Starbucks. Starbucks uh, is a, a hit or miss usually about right. how, how well, how, how good it is. But yeah, and then they get they just allow you to have the options for you to customize because that's kind of the beauty of the oatmeal now. It's like so it's sort of like when you go to Subway and they start doing the salad or your sandwich, and you'd be like, um, so they've got your thing of oatmeal. And you're like, let me get the banana, uh-huh. let me get the granola, and I'll do the agave nectar. And they're like doing it as you go through, or is it more like a menu system where they have like ten items? It's more like that they just they give you everything that they possibly can, can provide for you. <laughs> they just throw all this stuff at they you. Just throw, they, basically, they give you the pot and then they, they're just like, here are all the things that you can have. And so that you, you have like a, like a Korean barbecue level of dishes all the way around, around you. You're just, you're just covered with like all kinds of like ramekins that you've never seen and pitchers full of things. Oh, I and like just, that. And, uh, <laughs> and you're just like pouring yeah, – you just pour as much or as little as you want in there and that – I mean, for a person like myself, that's very that can be very anxious sometimes. That can be a control freak sometimes. It's very soothing to be able to control the levels of things that I want in my oatmeal and have the, the perfect oatmeal. And like I get to experiment along the way. I'd be like, you know, this is what I usually like and be like, you know what? Today, I'm feeling a little more maple syrup than usual. And I pour in a little maple syrup. And you know, you know what? 
Today I'm going to cheat a little bit. I'm going to have maple syrup and the brown sugar inside. And I pour the brown sugar in. And then I pour everything in. Dates, figs, whatever. And I just have like this. Sometimes I ruin it. But that's okay. Maple syrup and brown sugar, huh? Yeah, sometimes. You live right on that edge, man. I I am on the bleeding edge. You are like where the sidewalk ends, dude. (laughs) Shel Silverstein only knew where it was because I was already standing there with my bowl of oatmeal. I think we're ready to wrap up this bad boy. So that's all we have on oatmeal. Next week, we'll cover cream of wheat and grits, polenta, basically anything that you could boil and liquid and eat for breakfast. Uh, So join us for that next week. But until then, thank you guys for listening to the Super Cereal Podcast. We are so happy that you listened to us ramble on about hot cereal for so long. And uh, you can continue to listen to us ramble on on SoundCloud, on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher, and Overcast, and so many other places. Wherever you get podcasts, you can probably find us, and you should continue to listen to us. You can also follow us on Facebook on Twitter, on Tumblr, and on Instagram. Don't forget, like, you know, send us a, send us some messages. Send us some messages through uh, either the ratings on iTunes or mm-hmm. any of the other services. We, we have these vacuums inside of us that need your validation. We need for you to please, please give us your ratings. But also, if you just want to send us a message through social media, we're available in all those places if you just look up the Super Serial Podcast. And also, uh, if you want to drop us an email at... The, at just super serial email wait that's okay it's a super serial podcast at gmail.com yeah if you want yeah if you want to reach us just you can drop us a line at super serial never mind whatever paul, paul said paul paul, said paul checks it four times a day desperate for your approval <laughs> um but yeah reach out to us again you know we're asking folks for their questions or their comments uh their anger their opinion and we're gonna we're gonna plan for later in the season to do a a mailbag episode so that'll be fun yeah that'll be great um so yeah please please send in anything that you want us to talk about anything you want us to address that we haven't addressed yet we would love to talk about it on the show i think we nailed everything i don't want to be too arrogant but i think we crushed it i think we definitely crushed it steel crushed it We still cut it up. That's right. Well, this is Paul. And this is Nick. And this has been Serial. Serial! Serial! Now let's cut and roll out of here.